Hello. Hello, and welcome again to the Brooker Family Popcast. This is the family-centric podcast that covers everything pop culture, music, movies, uh, TV, stuff like that. I'm Chris Brooker. Let's start over. <laughs> Just say, welcome to Brooker Podcast. I'm Chris Brooker. <laughs> okay. That's all you have all to right. say. <laughs> well, I was overthinking it. Yeah. All right, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Brooker Family Podcast once again. I'm Chris Brooker. I'm Heather Brooker. And I'm Janine Brooker. And we're so glad you're here. This is a weekly family entertainment pop culture show for parents and kids. And we have some really cool things planned for today's episode. Yes. We cannot wait to just dive right in. But first things first, um, shout out to Lane Bryant for my sweet new wardrobe. Very pretty. Yes. They are styling me for our show, and I'm so grateful because I am a hot mess express when it comes <laughs> to fashion, and I feel like I actually like look, you know, presentable now. So thank you to Lane Bryant. I'm going to put like a whole like a graphic that says wardrobe provided by you Lane can, Bryant. That's official. You can also ask me because I'm your friend. I, I I can I can help you with your. You are wardrobe. my friend. Yes. Okay. Hey, All right. I can help you with your wardrobe too. All right. Thanks, Style. Everyone queen. needs a friend like Channing. Okay, but listen, the biggest thing we have to talk about today, you guys, is it's Channing's birthday. Yay! Yay! Happy birthday! Thank Big you. double digits. Number ten. Number ten. Number ten. Do you feel older? No. Do you feel taller? Yes. You are taller. I'm always taller. Um, what do you think is going to change in your life as a 10-year-old? I'm going to fifth grade, I guess. Eventually, yeah. 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 Wow. Also, note to anyone who's listening, um, I my dream wish list, my dream thing I want for my birthday is a laptop. So. Oh. Okay. And also an Apple pen. All right. My grandma used to say, wish in one hand and poop in the other and see which one. <laughs> fills up. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's just an old lady grandma well, saying. Well, definitely the wishing one. Yeah. Maybe for you, the pooping, but the wishing one for me. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, so, the, Channing's birthday is like a week-long celebration, so we will have been celebrating yes. like yes. weeks and days. And But let's um, let's get into our other like very special surprise. Yes. I'm so excited about this one because this is our first guest on the Brooker Family Podcast. And I could not be more thrilled that it is my friend, Kate Casey. She is the host and producer extraordinaire of Reality Life with Kate Casey. Hi, Kate. Hi. She is joining happy us. Happy birthday, Shannon. Thank you. And happy birthday to you. Your birthday is April 4th. That's right. Aries are very powerful people. Aries rule. I am surrounded yeah. by Aries. Both of these two are Aries, and Kate is an Aries, so I am very well aware of the Aries power. But I'm a Scorpio, so I can take. Oh, just my about husband's everything. a Scorpio. Oh, do you think that that means we're like we're perfectly matched? I think so. You know, I I read we're actually a terrible match, <laughs> <laughs> and I I'm like okay, but it's I mean I've been married a long time, so I don't know. Uh, I was gonna say I think Same. it works for you. You've been married a long. How long have you been married? Um, 15 years. Yeah. But okay. together for like 18. Yeah. Long time. Chris yeah. and I have been together for 25, 26, 25 there you years. Go. 25 years. There you yeah. Go. yeah. It works. There's something in yeah. the, in that combination. Um, there's also something really great and wonderful about your podcast about reality life with Kate Casey. What are you episode are you on now? Like 600 something? Six. 38 maybe wow wow, wow. That's, Give us some tips. i just did six i just recorded half of 638 i'll record the other half of it on monday 
That's uh, so impressive. Because yeah. um, I remember I was there from the beginning. Like I was one you of were. the first um, guests mm -hmm. you had on. And that was when we first became friends and got to know each other. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for your friendship because we were both oh, like too. podcasting. You know, I had motherhood in Hollywood at the time and we both been on mm -hmm. each other's shows. And um, I took a break about two years ago from motherhood in Hollywood and never went back. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so burned out. I mean, I did two, about 250 episodes and I was like, I'm burned out. I can't talk to moms anymore. So you guys were. Well, it's just different. I mean, you just kind of, we all just kind of pivot out. When I first started my show, I thought I would only do reality shows. And now I cover documentaries, docu-series. Um, so you get, with all things in life, you just have to pivot. Uh, you know, you have to be true to who you are and what interests you. And I just believe that the audiences move with you. So yeah. could you really stay excited about interviewing a lady on this, a sitcom who had her first child and wants to talk to you about pureeing food? No, yeah. you didn't. <laughs> no, and I think that was it. Like, I just got a little, the, the, the stories kind of started to feel a little repetitive. And also yeah. it, it just felt like I personally wasn't being fulfilled filled anymore and I don't want to say that to like negate any of the wonderful interviews or you know work that I did but I just needed to do something different I might revisit motherhood in Hollywood at some point but it will be a different version so of you, it. you it guys will be a different version for sure and yeah. plus parenting a 10 year old is very different than a two year old yes conversely I'm about to have my oldest is about to go to high school next year wow so I was like just leaving a swim test this morning and thinking to myself no one warns you of the anxiety and trepidation you feel for your own children's tryouts mm -hmm. and auditions. Yes. Like oh, to yeah. me, like that is so stress. My daughter has a big, big dance audition next month. And I'm like, I'm more stressed out about that than anything in my own life. I get it. You Channing, have control over it. Channing has auditions all the time and I root for her so much and I want her to do well, but I also know that it's okay if, if she doesn't get it. Like I have yeah. lost many auditions before. And I think that that has sort of laid the groundwork for me to be like, it's okay. We'll, we'll get the next one or we'll try again on the next time. So I have yeah. a different perspective than if I yeah, wasn't in the industry. <laughs> yeah. you, do you have a question? Yeah. So you guys both started your podcasts like a long time ago, a while ago. Mm -hmm. um, so basically mm -hmm. before uh, podcast blossomed, before they blew up. Oh, and for sure. No, we we were early yes. adopters. Yeah. So people would for years would be like, so you have a, a pop cast? Yeah. Like, where do I that? listen to exactly. that? Is that on the radio? And I have to what take a that? phone yeah. and mm -hmm. I'd subscribe yes. to my show on their phone. Yes. I still kind of have to do that. It, you know, it's interesting because even today, people are sort of dismissive about podcasts. Sure. But yeah. strangely, everybody wants to have a podcast. Yes. <laughs> so some things are kind of interesting, like the people that were the most dismissive of it are now like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm thinking I'm going to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, can you help me out? And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so how has it changed? Yeah. How has it changed since day one to now? Is it, is it because of that? More people are wanting well, the it? the pro more? is more people understand and it's easier for me to understand where you can find it. The con is that it's a very overly saturated market. Yes. Yeah. The pro, the con is that everybody, since it's so saturated, people assume you have six listeners. So if you're somebody like myself, who's like in the top 1%, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to be a jerk, but I kind of want to go, I'm in the top 1%. Like yeah. I've worked my tail off. Yeah. 
you know, I guess it's like, it's so inside baseball. Like if you are an actor and like Channing's an actress and it's like some kid from, you know, Kansas meets her and she's like, oh, I'm an actress. And they're like, oh, are you in your local like production of Hello, Dolly? <laughs> and you're what? like, no, like I'm in Nickelodeon show. Yeah. I'm on TV. Like I'm killing the game. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I love that Kate doesn't hold back. And I think that's one of the, one of the th reasons that people love her show sure. and it has gravitated. Uh, so many people gravitate towards it and it resonates with people so much is Kate really gets to the heart of good questions. She's also a, an amazing researcher for her shows. She really has thoughtful questions, but she also leaves room for humor and joy. And it's just a great show. If you haven't listened to Kate's yeah. show, you're one of the few who haven't, but please take a minute and go and listen to her show. And subscribe to her channel. And subscribe, yeah. Um, because you you're- one, one thing I've really noticed too, is that it, talking to my older kids about my show, it really is helpful um, as if you're a parent listening to this, here's a great idea for a dinner conversation with your family. You say, okay, if you had a podcast, what would it be about? And then you come up with your idea and you go, all right, let's come up with an idea of what one episode of that show would be like. And you can actually use study skills in school and apply that to wh the way you would structure an episode. And it's like mm -hmm. a really cool um, <laughs> way for your for your child to conceptualize like story how to oh, how cool. to use study skills to tell a story yes yeah it really is that's smart it's really smart yeah um i want to talk about your show like you already mentioned that you cover um unscripted shows and it started yeah. off with just reality tv but it's definitely expanded well beyond that into docuseries documentaries mm -hmm. anything unscripted really kate has covered it and I want to know um, what are you drawn to? Like, what kinds of shows are you drawn to? <laughs> Chris is my watch. I want to know what kind of shows um, are you drawn to because that is a massive amount of content to try to cover. So there's got to be like, what is it? Just something that piques your interest, or is it something that's like, what are my listeners gonna? gravitate towards now I always go with what I think is interesting because I think the audience will follow you mm -hmm. and I think that I have a very broad scope of the world that is why people trust me to come up with my weekly what to watch list I'm calling from different networks to find the most interesting things to watch each to each week and different genres but it all really begins with one idea of things that I'm looking for and I find interesting is that I think the best unscripted television is allowing you to have a peek into someone else's world. And that if we were to watch stories about things that are similar to our own lives, we would be completely boring and very narrow-minded people. Mm -hmm. So the best kinds of shows allow you to explore other people's worldviews um, by by peeking into their corner of the world. Mm. So for example, I, I like, if, an, if you're like an adult that I use this example, there was a show on Bravo called Shahs of Sunset yes. and about a group of friends who were Persian American in Los Angeles. And so if you live in a part of the world and you've never met anybody who is of Iranian descent and you don't know anything about Persian culture or Persian holidays or rituals or traditions, that was an excellent show to expose you to a group of people that ex that not only exist in one part of the world, but actually 
have moved on to other corners of the world. And then if you peel that layer back more, you could watch the HBO docu-series, The Hostages. And Hostages tells the story of the Iranian revolution in 1979, but also tells you the backstory of what Iran was and what it, Iran is now. So mm -hmm. if you're somebody who goes to a Baptist church in Alabama and everybody you know is white, like this is an absolutely fascinating and excellent way to expose you to a different person's mindset and view of the world. And then suddenly when people consider those people and those shows as their own friends, mm -hmm. strangely, where you you hear somebody talk about No Ruse and you're like, oh, the Persian New Year. Oh, like I watched the show called Shaws of Sunset and it opens a whole new conversation. So it's like that also, I think that it can trickle down with family. Here's a great example of a, of a show that I think exposes you to different parts of the world. It's on Netflix and it's called Home Games or Home Game. And it's a great show about mm -hmm. different off the wall kind of sports in different parts of the world. So there's this one sport in um, Scotland called the Highland Games, which has existed yes. for hundreds of years, oh, yeah. where this it's bananas. It's like they're throwing telephone poles and they're <laughs> yeah. running with logs. And in, 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 skirt, in kilts. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you watch it and then you overhear a conversation in a restaurant and you can hear a Scottish accent and you're like, oh my gosh, I just watched this show called Home Game. Do you guys go to the Highland Games? And they're like, well, we do. And then my mom used to take me and you have this amazing conversation with a stranger that you may have completely ignored mm -hmm. had you not watched that show and heard that accent. So it's a, an incredible conversation starter. It helps people see other people, parts, parts of the world. And you realize your own, the, the commonality you have. So I think back to your original question, I'm always searching for stories that I think tell a very different story about a, a group of people or one person in a different part of the world, or it gives you access to someone else's vision of the world, the lens through which they look at life. And I think that's really cool because yeah. that has evolved from your original, I think, show, which was so focused on just sort of reality TV. It is, but no, because my first episode ever was with this girl named Ashley Aya Kennedy, who was on The Bachelor. And mm -hmm. she was she was famous for always crying. Every <laughs> scene, she'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> so I had her on and it was great because mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you cry on the show all the time. Like, what's Give the backstory on that? And then she's like, okay, I felt lots of pressure. Mm. I, I I felt like it was, I felt silly in those scenes or she just expressed. So I think it goes back to like uh, my, my, my constant goal is for to get, let someone tell their own personal story. And I also believe that finding out someone's origin story is so helpful in understanding who they are. Yes. And that speaks to who they are even on a reality show. Yeah. Like I just yeah. started a, a personal series where I just dropped the second episode where I'm telling more of my personal story. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my listeners are like, oh, okay. Now that I know that, that makes more sense. Why you look for those stories, why you interview that way. So mm -hmm. if you're in a classroom, if you're in a friend group, if you're at the park, no matter where you are, if you just start asking people questions you learn more about them and it makes so much more sense. The reason that they took the job they took, the way they li live in a part of the country, how many children they have, um, the the vacations they take, the person they married, you it all kind of clicks in place. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. I'm sensing a theme of connectivity. You yeah. know, you really want to yeah. connect 
uh, people, yeah. essentially. Totally. Yeah, and I um, I love that because, yeah, back when we first started, like I remember having to make infographics for people on how to, you know, download the podcast and how to listen to my podcast. And now it's so in the public lexicon, there are real conversations that are happening on podcasts. You're discovering more things about people. And it all goes back to, like you said, asking good questions, learning more about somebody and their backstory instead of making assumptions on uh, an article or a quick soundbite or something you may have heard, like really digging in deeper and which getting to know someone. Which is a commitment and mm -hmm. it makes to listen. And it's also what makes podcasting very intimate yeah. and a great vehicle for storytelling. I had a, a guest on recently who was a Holocaust survivor. I gave a list of like, these are the, the Holocaust documentaries and docu-series you should watch. A little bit of the background on the person I was interviewing. Essentially, he, he and his sister were one of the last kids that were chosen for the kinder transport. The kinder transport was this um, program where children from Poland and Germany would be taken to other countries by other Jewish families mm -hmm. and with the hopes that they can reconnect with their parents later. Mm -hmm. Because the United States, for example, was not really taking many children. So there was a very low amount that the United States would take. So this man and his brother and his sister, excuse me, went to live with a family in England. And they were with them for like five years and they get word that everybody in their family has passed away. So that family, um, their new family ended up moving to the United States and he grows up, his sister gets married. Oh, by the way, when the mother, their mother, their father was taken to a concentration camp, the mom was gonna be taken away too. They go to the train station. And so in the interview, I asked him, do you remember what that moment was like the last time you saw your mother? And he said, you know, Kate, I've been trying to think about that for about 80 years now, and I just can't remember it. Mm. I just can't remember it. And of course, I'm crying. Aww. So I'm he goes to the United States. He His sister gets married. He goes into the military, and he gets a call from her sister. And she says, guess what? Our father's alive. Oh my they had moved him to different concentration camps and then to Siberia, and then they let him go. And he found out his children were alive. Wow. So then they got reconnected. But what was great was at the end of the interview, he said, I talk to kids at schools all the time. And I always say to them, if what I've said is very important to you and meaningful, the best thing you can do tonight is to go back and hug your parents. Mm. And I also want you to think about the jokes that you hear at school. And if they're at someone else's expense. And he said, if it's someone who looks differently than you, Look what happens to black children and Asian children and Hispanic children. And he listed a bunch. Mm -hmm. So this one woman listener wrote to me and she said, I'm a teacher in Chicago and my students are all Hispanic. And this interview was very meaningful. Do you think that he could talk to my class? So I set them up. Oh, wow. Oh, and great. so he spoke to that, that group of kids in Chicago, in Chicago. Now, that story is going to be so meaningful to those kids, right? Yeah. And if she, they walk past him on a street, a 90-year-old man, they might not think anything of it. But now a man that lived in Europe who had this extraordinary life experience, suddenly they feel completely seen. Mm -hmm. Those two groups, groups, people, well, the Holocaust survivor and those kids mm -hmm. have complete connectivity. Yeah. 
Um, Kate is That's making so our podcast look very superficial right now because <laughs> we is... talk about street meets and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to step up our game. Kate I, is changing the world. I feel real uncomfortable. We now. talk about the bad. Oscars. No. <laughs> <laughs> I but I Oscar. love that. No, that's so fantastic. And, yeah, and the, and really the cool. depth of, I mean, you've had so many uh, episodes. The depth mm -hmm. of, of what you've done and how you've expanded and brought this connectivity into into the populace is, uh, I think it's outstanding. Yeah. I think it's oh, very, really outstanding. But I do watch garbage, so don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. <laughs> Let's talk about garbage. Let's, Let's talk about the garbage. Yeah. Let's talk about what are you watching right now? Like, what are you recommending for everyone right now? Whether it's something light and fluffy or, you know, a docuseries, whatever. Well, do you want me to give one for couples, parents, kids? What's the whatever category? your whatever you feel moved to above. speak about? All of the above. If you have something, for, are there really docu series that parents can watch with their kids? Because honestly, I feel absolutely. Like, I feel like so much of it is like maybe a crime. Maybe a doc oh, no. documentary of ice cream. <laughs> you know, we watched show. we watched that Jeff Goldblum um, show where he kind of went around and uh, Jeff Goldblum saved mm. the world. Is that it? What? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, there are great shows like that. Mm. One of my favorite shows for little kids is called um, Expedition Unknown. It's on oh, yeah. the it's it's on National Geographic, mm -hmm. which you can I think, find on Discovery Plus. But yeah. Josh Gates is an anthropologist, and every episode he goes to a different part of the world to try to figure out the answers to these moments in history like in one episode he looks he goes looking for uh cleopatra's tomb yeah. i love that because the kids just get so into it that's yeah. a great show um if if you're looking for something for kids uh, maybe like eight and above that you can watch with them there's this great docuseries on hbo called a hundred foot wave and it tells the story of Garrett McNamara, who is an American surfer, who was the first surfer to, to do a big wave, big wave surfing. So it charts this 10-year journey of first going to this Portuguese village and looking at this massive wave and thinking, can I do it? And how over 10 years, he put that village in Portugal on the world map. And now people from all over the world go and do these big wave surfing competitions. And it's so inspirational. There's this moment where, well, I interviewed him and, and I said to him, my son, Jack, and I would get so mad at you because he keeps getting injured and keeps going back to surf. And you're like, <laughs> what does he do? Concussion, like face broken open, oh you gosh. know, but oh, he keeps God. going and it's so dangerous. You get but invested then he in explains it. to you what it's like to be in the barrel of a wave and he's gesticulating and he's like the sounds and he's. And I, so I had this epiphany that I explained to him in the interview. I said, I totally got it after you did that, because that's how I feel about labor. Child, And you're, it's chaotic around you, but you're centered on the mission. And it feels <laughs> like everything that you're supposed to do in the world finally makes sense. And then you give birth to this beautiful child. And you're looking at whomever's in the room and you're all connected in that moment to that child and to their future and well-being. I was like, it felt like that. And then we're both crying. Mm -hmm. It's just like for anybody who has, you know, loves sports, but also just has like goals in life or wants to feel like connected to nature or whatever. It's just super inspirational. Mm -hmm. So it's called a hundred foot wave. 
And I had tell a ton of families that is a great thing to watch together. This is cool. why Kate has nine babies. Put it on the list. She has, Kate is addicted <laughs> to babies. She's like, I'm just going to keep having them. <laughs> why don't you do that? riding that wave. Why don't, why don't you do that? Huh? What, have more babies? That ship has sailed. Have at least Mama, one more. Mama have is too old. One more. One more at least. Mama is too old. All right. I'm going to pray about it. Thank All right. You. Listen. Yeah, but you know what, Channing? If she had more kids, she probably wouldn't have been able to be able to take you to all these auditions. Like, mm -hmm. I don't get to do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. My dad can, though. No, I can't. <laughs> Too late. You're Channing's got to. it all figured out. If she could have, like, five brothers and sisters, she would. That's why we're going to come to your house, Kate, and, I and let her be, play with your kids. <laughs> and I would be the oldest one there, which is a good thing. It is. No, so you I, wouldn't. At my house? No, 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 no. no if no, I no. had more kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I get... And, I forgot what I was You just forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just literally it forgot what was in It happens a lot. Right? It happens a lot on this podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, all right. So what do you, all right, and Channing, you can ask her this, too, since she has kids. Like, you want to ask her, like, what does she watch with her kids? Yeah, what do, you, what do you watch with your kids? That's appropriate for, like, all of the ages that you have. Well, for the little ones, we watch a show on Apple TV called uh, Adventures with Jack Randall because oh. they love shows that have to do with animals. So oh. Jack Randall's kind of like a, a younger version of Steve Irwin. He's this super cute Australian man who is very passionate about animals. So my kids love that. My older kids, I talk to them a lot about history. So we just watched a docu-series together about Waco. Mm -hmm. um, which was 51 day siege, which is probably oh. over your head, but, um, they love that. Um, my son loves anything to do with history. So we watch a lot of cool docu-series together. Um, my daughter loves shows about dancing because that's what she's really passionate about. So there's a good show on Netflix now called dance 100, which is a great dance competition show. She gets very inspired by that. Cool. Um, there's just so many. I mean, there's really one and there's there are shows in every different category. So families love sports. If they love uh, baking, there's a lot of great shows on Netflix. Like he likes the baking like, shows. Na like yeah. um, nailed it, but also uh, like ones with snacks and mm -hmm. like um, the one that you and I reviewed, Heather. The one where it's like, is it cake? Is it cake? Is it yeah, cake? we talked about yeah, that. Know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've seen that TV show. It's a really good TV show. I've seen it. Yeah. Well, I have mixed feelings. Well, it's all right. We I mean, I'm just saying it's good because we're on Kate a podcast, and I like, honestly. Yeah. It's okay. It was fun I mean, for the cakes kids. are really detailed. They're right. really good. So so top garbage show that you're currently watching. Yeah. I'm sorry? Top, top garbage show? show. Garbage, garbage show. show. Garbage show. Uh, you mentioned Something garbage. that's more just like popcorn-y, garbage-y. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, it changes week to week, but like right now, I'm sort of obsessed with the season four of Love is Blind, which is kind <laughs> of an interesting concept, which is like... People are meeting somebody, but you don't get to see what they look like. So you, ha you have all these conversations and you're getting to know them in a romantic way. And so they end up actually getting engaged to someone before they get to see what they look like. And it's always surprising to me who people choose. Mm. And it's kind of um, reminds you of the importance of conversations, mm -hmm. asking important questions, really getting to know somebody. So I'm obsessed with this season because it's set in Seattle. Ooh. And typically with reality shows that are shot in places like New York and LA and Miami, you get a bunch of people who look like supermodels. Yeah. And what I like about this one is it's really normal people, like somebody who works in software sales or whatever. And then you're kind of, I don't know. Also, they, the, the season finale, I just watched ahead of everybody and they have the weddings at the end. And it was the most beautiful place in Seattle 
super green with big tents outside. And I thought, now I want to go visit there. Oh, you know, it's a great show too. There's a show called The Parisian Agency on Netflix, which is about a family that sells real estate together. I started watching Four that. adult sons yes. and the parents. It's in French, but subtitled, uh, right? It's subtitled, but you don't care because it's just like be- <laughs> the most beautiful architecture. Yes. You feel like you're in Paris. Didn't you want to go yes. like, move there? Yes. I was like, I want to go at least visit Paris. Yeah. I, I, but I'm like, yeah. that you know, may be a ways off, but I would love to go to Paris. I've yeah. been to Paris one time, but I was there for like 24 hours. It was a quick trip. It was like a layover, trip. right? Yeah. No, it was a work trip. Yeah. And um, I didn't really get to see everything that I wanted to see. I saw the Eiffel Tower. I saw the Champs-Élysées, and then I was out. But I was yeah. like, I would love to go back and like, you know, like Such a cool explore job. more of the history. We just got back from New York. And one of the things that we loved doing was looking at all these old historic buildings. I couldn't take and my eyes off them. Reading yeah. like yeah, they're anything, really cool. Yeah. Anything that had like a plaque that was like, here's when this was built and here's when it, the name changed and, you know, all that stuff. We're like total history nerds. Did you go to the 9-11 museum? No, we didn't do that one on this trip. Um, uh, we just didn't have enough time. We did more of the like touristy stuff. I figure when she's yeah. a little older, I may take her and we may talk more about that. Yeah, I learned about it in third grade, so I don't need to talk oh, about it. I'm oh, good. You're good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. So, I have to say, though, I just took my son, and it, it, was, it was a great experience. Yeah. Chris and I have been... But we didn't take her on this one. We just, yeah. it was such a quick trip. It was like three days and we were out. Yeah, it's hard in New York to, to wedge a lot of stuff in. Yes, we did a <gasps> Statue of Liberty. Wait, you know what's a great documentary? What? And that, a great documentary. I may, I may have told you about this already. Oh, it's so great. It's called Finding Vivian Mayer. Okay. So it's a documentary about this guy who went to Ooh. like an estate sale and he found boxes of microfiche, like old photos, oh. like slides. And so he uh, can develop them. And mm-hmm. they were the most beautiful pictures, black and white of people in the street, like um, in gorgeous. New York. So uh, Chicago. So mm-hmm. he's like, like who took them? So it, he found out the photographer was this woman, Vivian Mayer, and she had been a nanny for different families. <clears throat> so the documentary is about finding out what her story was oh. and interviews all these families that she was the nanny for. She was a prolific photographer that no one knew about so she's actually become famous after her death i think oh, i've heard wow. of her she was a but she's like was this very mysterious person and the kids that she babysat for they're like well like i do remember her carrying a camera and she did tell me this story but they had no idea that she had this incredible gift and it's, she like kept it to herself. She was a street photographer, right? The pictures are so yeah. beautiful. Finding Vivian Mayer, you can get it on Amazon. Is there ever anything that you watch that you're like, this is so bad, I'm not gonna even talk about it? I just yeah. watched a documentary oh, yeah. called Bathtubs Over Broadway. What? And I was so excited because I was like, ooh, this sounds like my kind of jam. He's doing like a deep dive into like, you know, this niche musical theater, musical whatever. And it just was done so poorly and like it wasn't that interesting. And I was yeah. so bummed. Um, but is there anything that you watch that you're like, mm. Bling Empire. Oh, really? You're not into Bling, Bling Empire? Empire? But even worse was Bling Empire New York. Oh. It was just so much superficiality. It, it's there wasn't so a lot superficial. Of line. No. It was just like, it makes you hate the person even more. There no like she's a billionaire's daughter. Like there's no relatability. <laughs> the best story is if you're gonna have somebody who's like completely unrelatable in in terms of like wealth, 
you have to show their humanity. Sure. And no, no those characters did not have that. Of humanity. Yeah. yeah. I, I watched the first season of Blink Empire and I was like, I was fascinated by how the wealthy live and just the unhinged spending and like the, the no f- worries about rent, like the, the yeah. lack of attainability, you know, in any way. Um, that part was interesting to me, but no humanity, no relatability whatsoever in any of the people. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, mom, I think it's time we can do the tr- movies trivia game. Maybe? Yeah. Wait, do we have any more questions for Kate before we hit any- her with some trivia? Yeah. I will just say it's, it's it, every question we posed, you know, for you so, <clears throat> so far, you know, what are you watching, et cetera, et cetera. A title just comes like that to you. You don't even have to think about it. And, I'm like and it's a just dork. like I'm like an insectary. No, she's total a pro. top of mind. It's 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 so great. It's so great. <laughs> Kate is well, a pro. My friends from college will call me and they'll be like, What was that made for TV movie starring Tori Spelling about her boyfriend <laughs> go, Mother May I Sleep with Danger? I'm like that. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, by the way, we should, we need to talk off camera. We you and I need to have lunch. Or, exactly. or Wait, can I come? Can I come? <laughs> no, this is just Mama and Kate situation. Uh, okay, Mama, Mama, Mama. All right, so, Mama to Mama. What? That's right. All right. So one of the things we're doing with our guests is because we talk a lot about movies and television, we are we are focused a lot on scripted stuff here. Um, okay. But Kate is an unscripted expert for sure. For sure. So we're gonna ask you some trivia about some movies. And oh see God. how okay. you hold up. I'm going to let Channing ask the questions, okay? Yeah, okay, because I'm really bad. And give her a okay. few seconds to answer, or I don't yell out the answer. Okay. Right. So these are these are different categories of movies. We'll see how Kate does. Okay, category number one, comedy. Who plays Borat in Borat? Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Killing it. Okay, adventure. Category number two, adventure. For what 70s thriller did actor Dustin Hoffman take up running? I don't know. I know it. Wait, running? Running? Yeah, wait. Sure? No. Dustin it's... Hoffman running. I don't know. In a 70s thriller. Daddy, you want to guess? Marathon Man. Yeah, it's Marathon Man. Okay, no. drama and... Oh. Kate's like, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of these either. What? All right. Okay, so uh, category number three, drama slash musical. What is Brooks' job in the Shaw's Shaw's Shank Shawshank Redemption? Shawshank Redemption. Oh, wow. Like a prison guard? At close. I don't know. Prison librarian. Well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) You're close. Okay. Okay. He worked in the prison. What must the Lord of Darkness destroy to create internal darkness to legend, doves, unicorns, or griffins? Read that question again. Okay. What must the Lord of Darkness destroy to create internal darkness to legend, doves, unicorns, or griffins? What must the Lord... Read it into the microphone, Chris. Griffins? Is it griffins? Chris, into the microphone. What must the Lord of Darkness destroy to create eternal darkness in legend, the movie, doves, unicorns, or griffins? Oh, Legend, the movie? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That movie is so creepy. Isn't that with Tom so Cruise? Creepy. Isn't that Tom Cruise? Ew. Yes. Yeah. The I last don't... one, Griffins. No. It's Unicorns. The unicorns. These were kind of oh, tough, though. Legend yeah. is such a creepy movie. My friend Catherine Gary from college loved that movie. We were always like, you're so weird. And she yeah. also liked Dark Crystal. And I was yes. like, something's wrong with People you. People who like The Legend always love The Dark Crystal. I like The Dark same, Crystal. Yes. Yeah. That's not Labyrinth. my jam. 
Is it I, like yeah, a thriller? You know what my jam was? I watched a documentary about a plane crash and the people that survived. That was <laughs> <laughs> so, Mom, very different vibes. I'm assuming that's like a thriller. What legend? Legend. It's no, a fantasy. It's sci-fi. Yeah, it's yeah, fantasy. yeah. For sure, sci-fi filler. Mm. Filler, thriller, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely. I don't like sci-fi. I don't care about Do it. Do you recommend it to me? I don't think so. Not it's, a, yeah, it's a little dark. It's a okay. little dark. Yeah, I mean, it's literally there's a character a called Lord of Darkness in yeah. it, so played by I Tim Curry. Actually, yes, played by Tim Curry. It's like it's a little dark. We maybe can wait um, on that one. All right, Dad's but you did turn. pretty good. These were tough questions. All right, she got one out of four. That's she not would not last in my house. We like to talk to her. To, we our son watches like war movies. We're horrible people. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't do horror stuff. No, we definitely don't do horror movie. Chris does. Chris, do. Chris will like a good horror movie, but I'm, you know, I will watch just about anything. I'll give anything like a chance. You probably don't even have time to watch scripted stuff, huh? Like, do you? I just don't. But and Dan always takes the little girls to movies. I don't want to go to a movie. I love that crazy. you 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 probably get invited to like a lot of like no. stuff. You don't? No, no. Um. Do you? But you I, just go. Get, I get sent stuff, but I don't go to things because they say, know I'm never going to go. Right. I was going to say you probably get invited, but you never go. Um, we uh, we get invited to stuff too, like you know screenings and stuff like that. And it was at one point just taking up so much of our time yeah. that we were driving all over town. Um, <clears throat> but we, it's fun to go. But we also love the scripted stuff. There's not a lot of like events that they have for unscripted things and shows no. and stuff no. like that. Nobody's mm-hmm. like, come watch this docuseries. There's a new docuseries with you two that just came out on oh, Disney no. Plus. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um so there's there's definitely we have these phases we go through where we're like, let's watch a documentary. Yeah. And you always have this great list every week. If you haven't checked out Kate's social media, definitely do that on Instagram and her TikTok. She shares every week a great list of what to watch. And it's everything from unscripted um, series to maybe a feature. There's also recommendations across platforms, Netflix to Apple and all that stuff. Right. Um, I need to look into a Substack. I don't know. That sounds really complicated. No, it's not. You should. I feel like it's hard. If it's. Nope. It's easy. It's all right. Well, you have to walk me through it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I have. I feel like I have too much going on right now that I'm like I don't know what. Just to one do. more thing to maintain. Yeah. Um. And before we let Kate go, let's remind everybody really quickly where we can listen to your show and where we can follow along with all of your recommendations. Yes. Okay. So you can listen to Kate, Reality Life with Kate Casey anywhere where you listen to podcasts, and make sure that you click subscribe and leave a five star review. You can find my must-watch list at katecasey.substack.com. You can join the Facebook group, Reality Life with Kate Casey, and find me on socials, Twitter at Kate Casey, Instagram at KKCCA, TikTok, it's Kate Casey. And then also I have a Patreon for bonus episodes, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash Kate Casey. I love she has it. got it covered. Listen, yeah. Kate, this, this is why Kate is in the top one percent of mm, podcasters. Yeah, <laughs> she is a pro, very for much so. sure. Um, all right, really quickly before we go, Brooker Beats. What should everyone listen to? Thirtieth uh, anniversary Radiohead, The Bends, arguably everyone's favorite ra- Radiohead al- album. All right, yeah. Kate, yeah. you like Radiohead? No, I don't like music. You're <laughs> <laughs> dead to me. Kate, so what do you listen to in the car? Podcasts? Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. oh right. Maybe you listen to yourself? Uh, maybe you could tune in. No, I listen to um, 
all kinds of different things or actually quite honestly a lot of it is in prep for a, for the next interview like i just had to listen to an interview in preparation for my next episode which is about uh the fifth plane which is a netflix documentary about 9-11 oh wow yeah. Oh, All right. Well, that. one of the things you I should listen that. to is the Brooker Family Podcast. Yeah. Today. All right. You're and, darn right. And then everybody else who is listening, thank you so much for listening. You can um, subscribe to our show and please share it with friends. And like Kate said, please leave a five-star review. We put five our stars. heart and soul into the show and we're so grateful for everybody who takes the time to listen um, to our wacky family. Thanks yeah. again to Kate. Appreciate and it. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. You're the best. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.